You're listening to That Real Girl Podcast. Welcome back to That Real Girl. And today you are listening to Operation Reset. Today's episode with me is a solo cast. And it's a little bit all over the place, which is sometimes how my mind feels. And I think that's okay. So today we're going to cover some new things about me some recent feelings, vibes, a little regrasp on remembering the importance of gratitude, and a whole other little bit of things along the way. So tune in. Hi there, and welcome back to That Real Girl. It's me, Taylor, your host, obviously, if you've been following all this time from season one to season two. And it's kind of been a while since I've done a solo episode because let's be honest, it's always just so much more fun to be able to meet and chat with brand new people and learn new things, just as I'm sure it's fun to listen on the other end. But today I am doing a little mini solo cast about a lot of different little things because this is the very last Wednesday of April and we are going to be taking a month break in May from any new episodes or recording one, because of relaxation and some trips are going on in my life as well that I don't feel I'll be able to keep up with the necessary content for everybody following. So this is the last Wednesday episode of the month for an entire month and we will reboot back in the first week of June. Some things I want to start off with, I think, would be, I was thinking to myself this morning about how it's funny how different skin products affect different people in so many different ways, and I was feeling my skin a little bit this morning because I just wanted to mention basically the retinol that I'm in love with, and no, this is not sponsored, I wish, but... I use the Skin Medica retinol, and there's a different percent. I think there's maybe 0.51% and all the way up to 2%. And I have been using a different retinol that was recommended to me prior to this, and I think I completely destroyed my skin, and it just wasn't agreeing with me. But I'm going to tag in my stories, like the specific one that I use. I'm sure you can get it online and or in person in Saskatoon here, but... Um, it's a very well-known brand, Skin Medica. But I just wanted to mention how wonderful it is to find the right products that work for your skin, which in turn, I guess, signifies that no, you should not buy every product that you see on TikTok or Instagram because it might not be right for you. Some other things that I'm loving right now are free YouTube yoga. I absolutely love the concept and feeling of going to like group yoga classes, I guess you could call them, in your community or wherever you live. But I'll be honest, they're kind of expensive, not in the grand scheme of life expensive. And no, I guess you can't really put a number on fitness. But I think when you're wanting to do so many different types of things from yoga, Pilates to maybe a few HIIT workouts um, or even doing some resistance training as well, it kind of adds up. 
And I think it's just super fun and accessible to be able to do yoga from your own place, um, whether it's from a phone you're listening to or a laptop is fine. Or I think you can even search YouTube on your TV if you have a certain kind of TV. But I think it's just so fun and quick to be able to turn the lights off and light a candle if you have one and do yoga in your own house. So I recommend that you try that if you haven't. And I post about it on my story sometimes. And in conjunction with that, something new that I've been trying, and there's a free trial, I think, when you do sign up, maybe it's either two weeks or a month, is the Superhuman app, which has various meditations, I guess you could call them, but a lot of also like spoken, really short empowerment videos um, for really, really specific needs, actually. They're not broad, like um, just to listen to... Uh, or to sleep. There are specific ones that they've created that are for different things you could be going through in life or different emotions that you're trying to unravel. And I think it's a really fun app to check out, especially just to try out the trial and see what you think, because it's something that I've been doing with um, my free YouTube yoga as well. So I think those are some things that I've been recently loving as well. So on that note, one last thing I want to mention was the reason I wanted to bring this up was because I feel like I see a lot of people obviously doing their jobs, aka influencing, and then I see other sides of things where people are trying to de-influence others and remind them that no, like this necessarily isn't worth the hype or even if it is, you don't need it or you don't always need to have it. And I think that is an important little piece of information to take from me today and to remind yourself when you're listening that all the time you do spend on social media because it is just a reality at times, whether it's for your own enjoyment or for your business, is that you don't feel like you need to have everything that you see online because I know I don't and I don't know maybe it can be hard at times but I think when I remind myself of this conversation that I'm having out loud right now it really isn't that hard and I think a lot of the brands and wonderful things that are created that are promoted online are totally awesome and I mean at the end of the day if you want them and that's what makes you feel good and that's makes you feel happy that's awesome but I know that if I just keep buying and buying and buying things there really isn't one particular item that's ever going to kind of close the grasp of when it becomes enough and so I think the things that are worth it online is probably almost nothing (laughs) But actually simply having loved ones, something to eat, and somewhere to live. And I think that is the takeaway from my two-second de-influencing piece. (laughs) So, to update about some of the upcoming things for myself of the host of That Real Girl podcast is basically mm, a week away, a little bit more, today so may 4th i am heading to austin texas for the dear media in real life event that is going on and for those of you who don't know what dear media is 
shame on you just kidding <laughs> but it is basically a large networking slash network for podcasts within the United States that was created by a couple who actually runs a podcast as well in conjunction with their own network called the skinny confidential and them alongside many other really large podcast hosts are basically throwing a whole day event of panels and kind of mixing along with other creators and podcasters and that is where you'll find me from May 4th to May 8th. So I absolutely don't know anybody who is going to the event and at the time when I bought the ticket I absolutely did not care about that. I was so excited to get the ticket that I got because there's a couple different tiers that were available in limited quantity. But I would say a couple weeks later after the initial purchase of the ticket, I did realize that going to the event, although I'm trying to think if I've ever done anything like that before, when it comes to going to like a large scale event or concert or something like that on my own, but I don't think I have. I do. I do advocate obviously for taking myself and all of you guys to take yourself on your own dates, and I love to do that for myself. And mostly that means you know going for a walk by myself, going shopping, going to get lunch or coffee or whatever it may be. But I would say this is probably the largest choice when it comes to taking myself to something aka a date let alone this is also a networking opportunity but I think going alone to an event like this maybe could be very beneficial because the whole point of it is to be able to connect with like-minded people and other creators and if I did go with someone it's quite possible that I would end up just spending the event time with the person that I went with. So maybe I'll meet absolutely no one and that's okay. But I think there was this part of me that couldn't sleep on not going to this event or not trying to go at all. So if I never do anything like this again, that is totally fine. But I'm pretty proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone even more than I already have a long time ago and following through with something like this. So I'm really excited to kind of document and showcase some of the fun that happens on that weekend on Instagram. And then after that, not long after, because apparently May is the month of treating myself of a sorts, <laughs> I get to catch up with two lovely people a couple girlfriends from nursing school that I probably haven't seen oof, it was before COVID for sure. So probably like three years I haven't seen them. And we are going on a quick little trip to Cancun, Mexico. <laughs> and I am very much aware that May is probably not the time to go to Mexico because even where I am in Saskatoon, Canada, it's already getting warmer. Um, no, it's not bikini weather here per se, but it usually is 
the time to go to Mexico for people who live in Canada, like June and February. But obviously, we got a very good deal to go in May, and we are seeing it as more of an opportunity to catch up with really long-time old friends and relax and not have to gallivant or shop anywhere. We're just there to eat and relax, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. And looking forward to sharing some of the things that happened on there. Speaking of events, before I wrap up my little update about what's going on with me in the upcoming month, is one big event that just passed. I think it's already done the second weekend now because, yeah, it was Coachella. And... For anyone listening, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what Coachella is, hence it being all that is on Instagram for probably the two weeks of and maybe a little bit after. And I think it's super fun to see all the really unique and awesome outfits that people wear, whether they're like celebrities or um, influencers. And a lot of the celebrities I find dressed down quite a bit, which I think is really interesting to see. And I don't have too much to say about this per se, but I have always been very interested in going to Coachella for a long time, actually. And I would say this year when I was seeing everything that everyone posted, I for the first time actually wondered if it was something I would enjoy going to not because like I love the thought of like concerts and music I really 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 love concerts but it almost feels as if it's odd to go to Coachella if you aren't an influencer and it's quite possible that Coachella was and is meant to be an event of music festival for influencers and that's totally fine but I guess I haven't really seen anyone in my feed or on Instagram who goes to Coachella who's not influencer so I'm so interested for anyone who's listening to message me or chat with me if they are just a regular human like me if they've gone to Coachella or know someone who has and what that's like if you are an influencer because I think the thing I'm thinking about is that it must be quite costly to go if you aren't one so let me know about that I'm curious about that that's my homework for anyone listening I think the very interesting thing about today's episode is the reason I called it Operation Reset has nothing to do with what I've been talking about for the past 14 minutes But I obviously, I mean, one can hope I sound very happy today and just myself, which is lovely and wonderful and beautiful. But the irony is I feel as if last week was, as one would say, the polar opposite. And although I wish I had it in me to record during that time when it is the polar opposite to maybe get like some real real like real pure authentic thoughts out I don't think that I ever could bring 
myself to chat during those kind of mindsets if that makes sense not so much just podcasting but just to talk in general out loud nor to others and although sometimes during those periods you do just have to fake it till you make it a little bit just for your own sake and for the sake of responsibilities in life that was not last week and that is okay the reason I want to bring this up is because one I feel it was like the worst three days I had last week Mm, probably not maybe all year like I feel there's always obviously times before (laughs) because you're being a woman (laughs) every month you get to have those really fun fluctuations in moods and whatever you want to describe it as but I would say like two times a year there's a few days where it's like really 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 severe and that was last week so that was fun and there was about I want to say three days where now when I look back on it I feel like I completely wasted my life but I shouldn't look at it like that because that is just life and it's okay to feel things and go through those things but I think the problem that I have with it is I absolutely had nothing that I was specifically upset about I was simply just feeling that way and there was nothing that I could talk through or tackle and I think that's what makes it easier quote-unquote is when there's a specific thing that is bothering you and you can use that almost in your advantage and be able to think it through and talk it through and feel it out but when it's just a generalized feeling for no reason especially because of obviously hormonal problems that's what makes it so much so much so much more complicated so I think the feeling I want to describe now being in a better mindset is honestly it was just if I had to put a word to it it was hopeless basically like I am doing my best but nothing feels like it would be enough no matter what I did basically that I was worried about what hasn't happened or about what I have or haven't accomplished being at my age, my mid-twenties, um, or some maybe some of the things that I thought about at 18 or 19 that I haven't done yet or that I haven't progressed to. Like, when I think of my 20-year-old self even envisioning 25, sometimes maybe this wasn't it. And sometimes I forget basically that when I was 18 and a lot of those thoughts weren't really realistic in a sense nor you know financially feasible and that it's okay not to have everything at 25 26 that you thought you would at 18 because maybe when you're 18 you had no idea about what life can really be like in certain circumstances and you know the cost of living and inflation and a whole list of really fun things in that sense 
And then on the other side, sometimes at 25, it feels like there's something still missing. And I can't explain that to anyone, I don't think, in a sense of words, but almost like a feeling of wanting more, searching for something that I want that I don't have words to define. To some, that may seem like an incredible feeling if they ever have experienced it, and it may almost appear as someone who's motivated or inspiring someone that you might know that is a go-getter. And not to toot my own ego, but sometimes there are seconds where I am that person. I am motivated. I do want to get what I want um, in a respectable sense, like that I don't give up on what I see as the vision in my head. But then there's another part that it feels like a question that I can't answer no matter if I have maybe have accomplished some of the smaller or larger things. So, in turn, that can be kind of frustrating. And that is actually the word that comes to mind when I think about all that out loud and when I actually discuss that one little seed of vulnerability that I have a lot of the time and that I probably have for the past five years. So, back to the original feeling. And if I've lost you already, that's too bad. But I think the reason I'm sharing this today is because there's absolutely no way that I am the only one, whether you're 30 listening, 40, 20, 18, whatever you may be, that feels this way. Especially as a woman, especially as someone who thinks deeply, um, and for many other reasons. So I'm sharing this because obviously, no, from last week to this week, I did not solve all the impending questions that probably are always at the back of my subconscious. But last week, I let them all come up and basically just be there in the absolute consciousness of my mind. And it doesn't mean that a person can't work through some of those subconscious feelings and thoughts. However, I think that when you're in a really bad headspace, whether it is just actual depression or for me, I don't think it's anything like that. It simply is something that I don't realize in the moment and then the week later I get my period. So it is hormonal. It is linked to that completely for myself and I can't speak to anyone. But I think I finally on the third day had to find something to basically be a solution for me in that moment and maybe take the right step to turning around the remainder of the days for myself. And I think the small solution for any feeling, and it doesn't have to be the same thing that I'm talking about today or the same situation I'm talking about today, is to regroup in today and, as they say, regroup in the moment. I think the reality is, is if one is constantly looking for something, 
to basically accomplish, then maybe we are kind of missing all the really fun and magical little small moments going on that really in turn could end up fulfilling us more than any of these bigger moments that we have created or want in our mind. So when I was in a really bad place and that was just something that went on for a good 48 hours for myself, everything felt really heavy and there wasn't really anything that anyone could have said to give me perspective. Well, maybe my boyfriend because he's kind of a miracle worker in a sense. But even so, he couldn't completely change my mindset or take the weight completely off my shoulders. So after a few days of Taylor's pity party, to which I was the only one invited, on the third day, I wrote a list. And before I started this list, I honestly kind of I was get wanted to get mad is what I wanted to do because I was mad about how stupid this was. It was so stupid that I had to, well, I didn't have to, but that I was going to write this list. I was going to write this list to make me feel better and to turn how I was feeling around. And you won't be shocked to know that, yes, the list was basically what I was grateful for, in a sense. And specifically the small things in life that maybe are small to me, but probably a really big deal to someone else. And although I don't typically share my gratitude list because I do think that is a really personal thing, and that doesn't mean that I'm not authentic or I'm not real. There are just some little tidbits in life that are really personal. I do want to actually share a few to remind anyone listening how significant some of these may be. They are small gratitudes in hindsight of my life, but these are bigger things in the concept of life to many others who are less fortunate or don't have the same opportunities as one would, especially living somewhere like the United States or Canada. So I picked about four that I want to share from my list. Number one, having a house and a country where I get to wake up and feel safe in the morning. And I could say a lot about this, but I'm pretty much just going to leave that there for everyone listening to think about because it sounds really silly saying in the grand scheme of things but I think probably almost a hundred percent of us in Canada wake up every day and forget how lucky we are to actually get to wake up and go to work or whatever we are doing in our day and we don't even think about the fact that we're living in a safe country or that we basically don't have to worry about that at all. And I shouldn't say 100% because unfortunately there are a lot of people who don't have a house um, or will never have a house or a home. Um, But I think 
the concept of living in a safe country as well in the grand scheme of things compared to other places in the world is definitely an interesting gratitude to be able to put on your list when you're thinking about all the small things in your life that you take for granted. Two, and maybe if someone has never seen or experienced whether it's a family member, a friend, or a stranger, basically people who actually can't do these things for themselves, it makes you realize how little and important these things are. So number two, being able to get out of bed to do my own morning routine, whatever it may look like for myself, brushing my own teeth, showering myself, being able to make my own breakfast. Some people don't have the chance or independence to do that for themselves. So I'll let that one sit there with you. Three, having a body that works, that I can stretch out, and I can work out later, or I can walk. Four, being able to step outside and have fresh air, even if it's not nice weather that day. Some may not have the capacity to leave their house. It may not be safe or they may not be independent. So there's a little theme amongst them all. And there's obviously a lot of other ones that I had on that list. Because honestly, that list probably went to about three pages that day last week. The point is not about the length, but the significance that all the small things on this list made me realign with the fact that life doesn't have to be so bad in the moment. So, no, I don't know in 20 years if I will have all my goals and ambitions accomplished. I don't know if I'll have all the places traveled. And I really probably won't know if I'll have all the money that I do hope for or the sec- for security and comfort. But I do know in 20 years, if I do have all of those things and I'm still unhappy and these things are still heavy, it is because today, right now, as we're speaking and as I was speaking to myself last week, I didn't take the key time to practice gratitude and refocus in on all the little things in my life that make up what it's all about. So... I know this isn't new news to anyone listening or quite honestly myself, but today isn't about new news or learning something new per se, except I think in every day we do learn something new, whether it's we're listening to something, talking to someone, or experience something, but it is about resetting And I think sometimes we, as individuals, don't need to reset as often as the next person. But for me last week, doing that exercise and being in that moment and reminding myself about being in the moment is really all that could have fixed that was going on. And the next day wasn't perfect, no, but it just got lighter and lighter as the days went on. And... I think that's kind of really the big takeaway from today. What I want to continue to post about 
I guess this week I would say is I have quite a few days off for myself and for my platform from like my job as a nurse and I just want to share some of the small things that I basically do to try and reset in my own life whether it's things I'm doing weekly or maybe I don't get to do them every week maybe it's just in the month and I think it will be interesting to share and post some of those things that I do as a little AK operation reset because it kind of looks different for everybody and I think it's important to know that sometimes we fall out of track with our habits and our routines and for anyone listening who is a healthcare provider or someone who doesn't work on a set work schedule um, whether maybe you're a business owner um, you don't work Monday to Friday pretty much you don't work regular hours like I have today off and it's a weekday and I think that it's important to remember that not every day or week does look the same because sometimes that can be really overbearing and hard when you see everybody in these awesome routines and you want to be that person too but you do love what you do but it's just not the way the schedule works for yourself it's important to remember it's okay to fall out of routines but it's also okay to step back up and say let's try this again or let's reboot let's reset and that's what this episode is about so last week was my little 48 hours of downfall which probably in turn came not only from hormones but maybe just a few bad weeks of self-care leading to a minor downfall and I think then the days after and this week is about resetting some of those things for myself. So if anyone listening is feeling that way or was feeling that way the other week, like myself, I think this episode could be really helpful just to basically kickstart you being able to do your own reset this week. What I would love from anyone listening is to check out our Instagram at that real girl podcast and watch some of our stories and share with us how you are resetting your week or what you usually do when you are kind of trying to kickstart things for yourself when it hasn't been the best routine or the best habits. Whether that's a message or anything, you can always reach out to us on our platform. And that is my little extra homework assignment for you. On top of, of course, I'm here to remind you that no, you don't have to do an everyday gratitude list. If you do, kudos to you. But I honestly forget sometimes and sometimes I'm just doing it in my head and I'm not writing it on paper. And I think that's okay too. But it is my reminder to set your intentions and to remind yourself what you're grateful for. Sometimes it's even nice to just do it at the start of your week and at the end of your week too. So I hope that you took something small or large from this episode, this solo cast, the final episode of April, and I super appreciate anyone who has made it through to the very end of the past 35 minutes here. So hang tight. We'll see you the first week of June. And of course, always be real with yourself and others. 